For the love of fall, Starbucks pumpkin spice lattes and pumpkin cream cold brews are back. Smooth espresso dashed with pumpkin pie spice and velvety whipped cream. Or cold brew topped with pumpkin cream cold foam fit for the season. Your pumpkin awaits. Order today in the Starbucks app. In a world where everyone was forced to leave the comfort of their homes to get drinks, one hero emerged. Its name was Drizzly, the number one app for alcohol delivery. And it allowed everyone to compare prices on the biggest selection of beer, wine, and spirits and get them delivered in under 60 minutes. All they needed to do was download the Drizzly app or go to drizzly.com. That's D-R-I-Z-L-Y.com to take destiny in their hands. Dun-dun-dun! Some call me nature. Others call me Mother Nature. I've been here for over four and a half billion years. 22,500 times longer than you. I don't really need people, but people need me. Yes, your future depends on me. When I thrive, you thrive. When I falter, you falter. Or worse. But I've been here for eons. I have fed species greater than you, and I have starved species greater than you. My oceans. My soil. My flowing streams, my forests. They all can take you or leave you. How you choose to live each day, whether you regard or disregard me, doesn't really matter to me. One way or the other, your actions will determine your fate, not mine. I am nature. I will go on. I am prepared to evolve. Are you? Welcome to the Green Tech Podcast series featuring Samantha Pfau, This series is an exploration in awareness and solutions using green technology to help heal our planet. Jewel Fow, environmental advocate and author of Be Decent Environmental Activism 2.0. Welcome to my podcast. Um, this is Be Decent, the green tech podcast. Um, this is the very first episode, and it's about being decent with decent tech. 
Um, okay, so what are we talking about here? We're talking about effective, realistic, green tech solutions, um, particularly those that are decentralized um, or decent for short, right? That means that they exist without centralized control. Um, the example that I use here to illustrate the difference between centralized technology and decentralized technology, like decent tech, right, um, is the difference between the typical Apple iPhone and uh, blockchain technology, the, the, the technology that underlies and supports uh, Bitcoin and all of those cryptocurrencies that we've heard so much about over the years. So um, the Apple iPhone is a highly centralized technology. Um, there are over 200 independent patents um, that are protecting pieces of intellectual property within your iPhone that are all owned and vigorously defended in the court of law if necessary by by uh, Apple. Um, so that is a highly centralized technology, right? It is owned and controlled by Apple. Uh, blockchain technology uh, is very powerful, uh, possibly even more powerful than the iPhone, time will tell. Um, but uh, blockchain technology uh, is uh, the digital computing uh, coding that um, supports, as I said, cryptocurrency, which is Bitcoin, Ethereum, um, tons of other things that run on, um, you know, just the, the blockchain ledger technology. It's a very unique uh, type of digital technology. And it was invented by a still anonymous person or group of people that go by the pseudonym Satoshi Nakamoto. Um, there are wild theories circulating around the internet regarding who exactly Satoshi is in real life, but uh, to this day, nobody knows. Um, the technology was invented and released into the public domain uh, over a decade ago. Um, and in the time since, uh, it has been fully accessible and free for anyone to use and develop. Um, this is why we've had such an amazing upsurgence in cryptocurrencies over the years that have uh, really disrupted a lot of things across not only financial industries, um, but, uh, you know, economy wide. So that's decent tech, right? It's decentralized. Um, it exists without any unique central control. Satoshi Nakamoto created it, but it, he doesn't, or he or she or they, excuse me, um, do not um, protect it as, as intellectual property. It's decentralized. Um, so uh, that's what we're talking about, being decent with decent tech, uh, particularly in the world of environmental protection and conservation. Um, and now uh, this comes to the question of why I'm the person who's talking to you about all of this. Um, so as I said, I am Samantha Jewel Fow. I am an author and an advocate um, in that role. I do a lot of writing and speaking and workshop facilitation and all sorts of stuff on the topic of green technology. Um, I got to this point um, because I do have a, a traditional law degree as well as a master's of law in environmental law, a couple other degrees, awards, publications, whatever, from my alma mater, Vermont Law School. Um, this is... Uh, a school that uniquely specializes in the field of environmental law and policy. A lot of great things have come out of it. A lot of great people have come out of it. Go Swans! Uh, there's a lot of receipts uh, on 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 VLS and uh, sort of you know kind of the the acumen that comes out of having um, uh, experience for, in environmental law and policy from that um, university. But uh, for the past several years, I have actually not 
been an environmental advocate uh, or an environmental attorney or anything of the like. I've actually been a technical writer and a digital marketer. I've been out in the wide world of, uh, of, of, of digital content marketing, um, particularly in the technology industry. Um, I have been in that function really closely involved with some really cool things that have been happening in um, computing, um, blockchain, the Internet of Things, uh, you know, all sorts of digital technologies. Uh, and I know a lot about them mostly because I've been on the team of people who have been trying to sell them to you. Um, well, not you particularly, um, usually like universities and enterprises and stuff like that, which I think is all very cool, sure. But like, of course, this all begs the question of um, who cares, right? Why are we talking about, about all this? So the truth of the matter is, you know, we all care deeply about ourselves, our families, our homes. Uh, we want them to be safe and happy and well. Um, at this moment in time, environmental safety is a very real concern um, that is threatening people's health, their livelihood, their safety, uh, and just about everything else in their lives. And as much as this doesn't seem as much, uh, as much as this does not seem as an immediate threat uh, that is so pressing, like having to pay your rent or having to get to the doctor or having to feed your kids. Um, the, the truth is that, you know, between climate change, biodiversity loss, toxins in our drinking water, trash and pollution everywhere, uh, our communities are suffering from the impacts of pollution. Um, truly, we are all getting a little sicker and a little sadder every day uh, because our environment has become very unhealthy to live in. Um, and as a result, fixing our local environments has become a priority. Uh, truly, it's it's becoming a matter of survival. And more and more people are just seeing that as, you know, as they go through life on a day to day. Uh, but even so, there really is a disconnect uh, between the priorities of our communities and our our personal uh, integrity and our family and the priorities of the majority of our political and economic leaders when it comes to environmental protection. Um, truly, there's been a massive failure to act in response to many, if not most, of the very real environmental threats uh, that are making us all suffer. Uh, they're getting a little worse every day. Uh, and, um, you know, as politicians and, uh, you know, corporate leaders bicker about uh, how bad they are or whether they even exist, solving the problem has been left up to us. So uh, that's a real drag. Um, but fortunately, <laughs> fortunately, we are smart, capable, decent people. And we have help. Uh, we have help in the form of decentralized technology, that is, decent tech. Um, and if things like the Me Too movement, the Black Lives Matter movement, and even the ALS Ice Bucket Challenge, you guys remember that? Dumping an ice bucket over your head, it all went for a very good cause. Um, if these movements have taught us anything, it's that uh, grassroots advocacy is very effective, uh, particularly today. Uh, the digital era has opened up opportunities and made us more powerful as grassroots advocates um, in the modern era, era 
more so than it has ever before. Um, and it's only getting better. Uh, no matter what your platform may be, uh, you can become an effective at grassroots advocate just because there has been a growing diversity of digital technologies. For me, uh, I am committed to helping uh, people in the world use the increasing availability of technologies um, to solve environmental challenges. Um, things like independently developed apps on your smartphone, um, crypto coins that are stored and maintained in a digital wallet but linked to real world resources and commodities. Um, even the smart thermostats on the walls of your houses and, you know, Siri and Alexa and, and all those robots that we uh, interact with on a day to day. Um, so really, you know, at the end of the day, we're going to talk a lot about environmental problems. Um, there are a lot of them and they're really serious. And I think a lot of people struggle to recognize and understand even how much it's affecting them and their day to day lives. Um but truly, at the end of the day, this podcast is not meant to be an overview of our environmental problems as much as it's meant to be a call to action and a source of empowerment. We're not just going to learn about the problems that are threatening our planet, uh, our communities, and our lives every day. Um, we will also learn about what we can do to fix it, even in the absence of any support from our political and economic leaders. Um, that's very cool because, you know, even though the United States has a robust system of environmental laws, um, you know, we still struggle to address our environmental problems effectively. And a lot of developing countries don't even have those resources to begin with. So um, decent tech in the hands of decent people can really change the world. Um, it can save our planet. And this is all very exciting. Uh, so let's get into it. Um, from here, our next episode is going to be on trash. Where does it come from and where does it go? Uh, after that, we're going to move into toxins in your town. How bad is it really? Spoiler alert, it's really bad. Um, next episode, we're going to talk about climate change, how it is slowly killing us. It's kind of a bummer, but uh, it's important to know. Uh, the next episode after that, we're going to talk about extinction and how it is forever or not. Uh, decent tech is going to make an appearance in the form of uh, biotech in that episode. Very exciting. Uh, and then we're going to close with uh, green tech for decent development, right? Development does not have to be dirty. We can uh, grow our economies and our societies in a way that's good for our planet, um, not bad for it as we have in the past. So thank you for listening. I am so excited to get into it. Again, this is Samantha Jewel Fow, uh, environmental advocate and author of Be Decent, Environmental Activism 2.0. I look forward to speaking with you. When it's time for an adventure on the open highway, one quick call to American Family Insurance gets you headed in the right direction. Our travel peace of mind package is there if you encounter a bump in the road. From roadside assistance to rental car coverage, we have you covered. Find a local agent or get a quote at amfam.com. American Family Insurance. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, SI and its operating company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin.